0: You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on TV. Alright, folks. We are back from that short commercial break. God, can you imagine the type of people that would line up to let Elon Musk cut a hole in their skull and have the woke robot wheeled over? Like a sewing machine, it would push a needle into your brain and put tiny, tiny wires, just like thread, into your brain. Yeah, what kind of people would line up for that? Gee, I don't know. I mean, 60, 70% of the world's population just lined up to be stuck with another type of needle. So, gosh, I don't know what kind of people would line up to have the brain chip inserted in their head. But I'm telling you, folks, if you want to have a good time, if you want to scare the living crap out of yourselves... Go to some of these videos, the positive videos, on YouTube. Go look at the Joe Rogan interviews with Musk and read the comments and you will literally crap yourself. I mean, there are people who praise this, talking about what a hero Elon Musk is, that he's going to save us from AI, overpowering humans, and he's helping to merge us. People defend him as if he's their their brother or something i mean it's insanity complete and total insanity let's get back to the video as they're just getting into talking about how elon musk is lining up human
1: trials this is a huge step because of the complexities involved a company that wants to carry out human experiments like this has a very high bar to reach before getting all the required permits However, Musk has assured that Neuralink has even set its own target higher than what regulatory bodies are asking for. So, when will human trials start? Musk has revealed this, but before we go into it, what uses will Neuralink be for in humans? In the near term, a chip in someone's brain could help treat neurological disorders like Parkinson's. Improved neural interface technology like Neuralink's could help better study and treat severe neurological conditions such as Parkinson's and Alzheimer's.
0: See, right there, they have to they have to basically advance the technology and force adoption on the back of illnesses, disease, injuries in which the normal person does not have the capacity to argue against nor do you want to. It's the same thing like you saying I don't want to wear a mask because I need to breathe and I know that the mask does not work. And then people in the grocery store turning around and parroting that you are not wearing the mask because you don't love old people and you want them all to die. So what will happen as they mainstream this technology a bit more, it will get to the point where you will say, no, 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 I don't support putting brain chips in people's heads. And those same NPCs, those, those same type of people are going to turn around and point their finger at you in the grocery store and say, you don't support brain chips because you don't love people who suffer from paralysis. You don't love people who have neurological brain disorders. You don't love people that were in car accidents. You're selfish because you're healthy. And that is where this is moving. That is the direction this will move as they further force the adoption of this Frankenstein technology down our throats. Even though we know the truth, in their own words they admit, that it will move forward into augmented brains, brain augmentation. It's not just about helping the very minimal percentage of people who suffer from these illnesses, diseases, and injuries that they mention in the first phase marketing material.
1: The electrodes in a patient's brain will reproduce the sensation of touch, allowing the patient to exert finer motor control over a prosthetic limb. As part of its announcement, the company said its chip's first commercial application would help quadriplegic people. Quadriplegia is partial or full paralysis in all four limbs. You need your hands to use a phone or laptop, but Neuralink will help people who can't control their limbs use their minds to operate such gadgets, including playing games, sending emails, and even making calls.
0: Okay, and let me pause that because while this is going on, while he's talking, they're showing a bunch of video clips. I mean, you know, propaganda is great when it's visual, right? Because they're showing a bunch of sad people sitting in wheelchairs and they look very deformed and the whole idea is that you're supposed to believe that they're developing this technology to make these people better and to make them normal again. And as they said, you can't dial the phone or use your computer without your fingers so they're going to allow them to interact directly from their brain and their brain interface right to their phone and computer. Well, 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 think about it. Is that not what Musk said in the 2018 Joe Rogan interview? That we, all of us, all humans are cyborgs because we already rely on our phone, our tablet, our computer, and other smart devices as sort of this third layer, this de facto third layer of our brain. And therefore, they want to connect our brain directly into those devices. So basically, they are not utilizing these people that suffer from these illnesses diseases and injuries because they love them and they want to fix their brain they are using these people as guinea pigs to test out the technology in which they claim they are going to give to all of us by fusing us by fusing man and machine merging man and machine transhumanism So whether you believe these guys are using us maybe all as guinea pigs to develop this technology in which they're only going to give themselves so they're super intelligent, AI, deathless authoritarians, or they are going to give it to all of us, if they do, trust me, it will be a slave chip, not some kind of superhuman chip. But see, these people are the guinea pigs. So they're actually utilizing the weakest members of society as the human trials, the same as utilizing a a, a captured monkey, they're now utilizing people who have injuries, illness, and disease, of which they can talk their family members into signing papers to let them tinker with these people's brains, drill a hole in their skull, and implant a device and shove wires down into their brain. You see? You see how sick these people are? Oh, you wanna talk about the Nazis? You wanna talk about World War II? You wanna talk about Hitler? What do you think he did with the people that were in camps that they did experiments on? This kind of stuff. This is it. This is it. And yet people think Elon Musk is a hero out to save humanity from artificial intelligence.
1: Neuralink will also tackle memory loss, especially in older patients or people that have suffered from a stroke. During an interview with Ted's Chris Anderson, Elon Musk said Neuralink could address health conditions like morbid obesity, Musk did not elaborate, but University of Cambridge Professor of Metabolism and Medicine Sadaf Faroukai has noted that a particular region of the brain, the hypothalamus, is typically the one that drives an increase in appetite. If Neuralink can target specific brain areas, then addressing issues like morbid obesity would be feasible. Of course, there are doubters, but this is no different from Musk's other ideas, such as landing an orbital rocket's first stage on a drone in the middle of the ocean. The concept was ridiculed but is no longer looking as far-fetched as it seems. The idea is even less invasive than other treatments for morbid obesity. Some procedures designed to solve morbid obesity today involve changing the shape and function of a patient's digestive tract. Meanwhile, people are...
0: Yeah. Okay. So people suffer from morbid obesity and now we have to use brain chips or change the flow of their digestive tract instead of just saying, hey, what does their diet look like? Are they exercising? See, I got into this a little bit with Legal Man. He has a series of episodes, which he calls after hours episodes. And they're topics that are a little too hot to bring up in his normal show he doesn't want to get himself into trouble but you should check out the ones uh on the public side of the podcast the free podcast on apple Podcasts. you can go to the quash q-u-a-s-h that is legal man's podcast and look for anything labeled af or after hours and he talks about what's called the mutant people And these are not just overweight people, but these people that literally look like mutants where their necks are are the size of a tree trunk and their arms literally hanging over their elbows. They have like six beer bellies hanging over their elbows. And they're just like grotesque and deformed and they're mutants. And I have compassion for them. I feel bad for them. I think they were engineered that way. They're eating horrible food. And then now we're glorifying that in society, not everyone has to be a supermodel or a weightlifter, but you can't glorify people being two, three, four hundred pounds overweight. And so, what I brought up to Legal Man when I filled in for Mike's Mike Moore show on uh, Monday was that I believe the mutant people, the sort of transgender kind of these mentally ill people that are unfortunately push towards doing body modification surgeries taking hormones really messing with their biological body Uh, they're basically frankenstein monsters and these people are pushed into it because our mental health mental health system is so corrupt now but they need the transgenders and they need the mutant people to push this transhumanism, they have to get humans to hate themselves, hate their physical look, really look in the mirror and go, oh my God, this is terrible, so that they can turn around and say, well, let's plug a brain chip into your head and we can fix all that for you very easily. Let's get back to the video.
1: Queuing up desperate to partake in Neuralink's human trials. Musk revealed the waiting line is getting longer as his company receives heartbreaking emails from people cut at the prime of their life. He said, the emails that we get at Neuralink are heartbreaking. I mean, they'll send us just tragic stories. You know, where someone was sort of in the prime of life and they had an accident on a motorcycle and someone who's 25 can't even feed themselves. This is something we would fix.
0: Right, and, and I'm supposed to believe, and you're supposed to believe that Elon Musk is a humanitarian who wakes up every day reading emails from grotesquely obese people or deformed paraplegics, and he weeps in his soup, and he's building this Neuralink technology in part with government partners, mad scientists at Google, in Qtel, and such, because he loves you. Meanwhile, he is building satellite internet connection and everything else that helps run drone programs and to run drones to kill people. Like, I, you just, you can't believe it. When you look at the common sense, when you use critical thinking, you can't buy into this level of propaganda. You just can't. I mean, I, you can't if you have half a brain. Maybe if you buy this propaganda, then you should probably line up and get the brain chip as the thousands of others he claims to have lined up at this soup kitchen line, ready to stick a Bluetooth device into their skull.
1: He also revealed that Neuralink could cure tinnitus. Neuralink contains semi-generalized neural read-write devices with about 1,000 electrodes, and tinnitus probably needs less than 1,000. However, future versions of Neuralink will have more electrodes. Meanwhile, Neuralink is pushing forward with its human trial, which starts in 2022. The company posted a job opening for a clinical trial director, a position helping the company move towards its stated goal of testing its brain implant in actual people. The successful candidate would be working with Neuralink's first clinical trial participants. Would you get a Neuralink chip? Let's hear your thoughts in the comment section below.
0: And as I told you, in the comments section below, there are thousands upon thousands of people that want to put the Neuralink chip in their head. In their head. These people want to become super-intelligent AI deathless authoritarians, and I guess Elon Musk, although he warned us of those super-intelligent AI deathless authoritarians, He is going to help make these people into the very thing in which he warned us about. Folks, how is Elon Musk not Dr. Frankenstein? Explain that to me. Explain to me why our government is behind this. Explain to me why our tax dollars fund this. Explain to me why Elon Musk should be the purveyor of all of this. Explain to me why any human who cares about the future of humanity and the continuation of the human species would want to build super-intelligent AI deathless authoritarians. Please think about that over the break. I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv, and I will be right back. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Folks, we are back from the break. I am Dustin Gold, and this... Dustin Gold Standard. And we just worked our way through a propaganda video promoting Elon Musk and his wonderful Neuralink brain shift. And the exciting news that human trials are on the way. That's right, folks. They are about to drill a hole in a skull. And put an AI brain chip inside of it. How exciting is that for humanity, folks? Almost as exciting as when we took the first steps on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> we took the first steps on the moon. One giant step for man, one giant brain chip for everyone. Folks, this is, it's sometimes, it's uh, when you're sitting here living in this like me, I feel like I'm already in the metaverse and I'm literally walking around in the Matrix in a real life sci fi movie. That's really what it feels like. I'm like, this can't be real. Yet, I watch these guys talk from NASA scientists to Google engineers to technocrats like Elon Musk to the prophets like Yuval Noah Harari and Ray Kurzweil. And it's there. I mean, they're all working off the same script, all working off the same narrative. The companies are there. They at least make the technology seem real. The investment capital is behind it. You can look all this up. We're going to do that in uh, the next episode, which is going to be the final uh, segment in this series, this four-part series on Elon Musk and the Neuralink brain chip. But uh, it, it sure as hell looks real to me. And so right now we are going to walk through the Joe Rogan, you know, my favorite podcaster. I just love the fact that he pushes DMT, ayahuasca, marijuana, booze, like I, I pushes it on kids. I love how he normalizes the technocrats. I love how he praises Elon Musk. He says he's an alien and that he should be put in charge of AI and really be the governor of all of it. And and we don't need to have government making decisions. Now, government is terrible. I'm I'm post-political. I'm pretty much post-government. But at least in theory, the congressmen and senators, or the congressmen, are supposed to be our... Representatives are supposed to be. And so Rogan says, throw all that out the window, put Elon Musk in charge because he could make better decisions for us than the guys that are supposed to be our representatives. So, what Rogan openly promotes there, so you can make this clear to your friends and family that love Joe Rogan and think he's this great intellectual Renaissance man who's fighting for freedom and liberty is Rogan is actually openly promoting the technocracy. And the technocracy is a movement that really started back in the 1930s. And the idea is that scientists and engineers would rule over us in a world government, a new world order. This government run by the scientists and the engineers, the smart guys, the tech geeks, the geek squad, that are going to rule over us and are going to set the policies because they know better. And therefore, there will be no nation states, there will be no local governments, there will, no, will be none of that. All that will be gone, and the scientists and engineers will be a ruling body. That's the technocracy. And by Rogan saying, you know, forget Congress, forget the Senate, I want you, Elon Musk, to run it, he, that is how he is actually openly promoting the technocracy. And trust me, he knows exactly what he's doing. It's not an accident. Rogan gets paid a lot of money. Remember, he had an over $100 million deal from Spotify. And behind Spotify, you have BlackRock money. So BlackRock, you know, I'm going to do it. I'll probably do a show on BlackRock because there's some other information that I have that I have not seen others report on or podcast about. So I might do it. But BlackRock, you know, has been going up and going out and buying up all these single family homes and driving up home prices and uh working and helping the world economic forum to achieve the goal of basically turning everyone into renters by 2030 so i mean that's who rogan that that's who butters his bread he knows this he knows this he has a job he's been a company man for a long time folks from fear factor all the way on through and he controls a lot of podcasters Who are out there pushing the same stuff? They run these podcasts. They say, oh my God, the World Economic Forum. Oh my God, technology is horrible. But then they promote and support people like Elon Musk and these other technocrats and these other scientists. They're supposed to be on our side, yet they're pushing in a roundabout way the same genetic modification, the same DNA modifying injections. That the bad guys, even in some cases worse than what the bad guys, the people we perceive as bad are pushing. So that's who Rogan is. Let's watch this interview. This is Joe Rogan and Elon Musk in 2020. So this is about a year and a half, two years after the video we analyzed last week. And again, pay attention to Elon's demeanor because he's changed. He's different. He's cockier. He's bolder. You'll see it here. If you're on the video side, I think you'll even hear it in his voice on the audio only side. Let's watch this.
2: Are you testing on people right now?
3: No, we're not testing on people yet, but I, I think it won't be too long. I think we may be able to implant a Neuralink in less than a year in a person, I think.
2: And when you do this, is there any test that you have to do before you do something like this? To, to see what percentage of people's bodies are going to reject these things? Is it-
0: now, hold on, let me pause. Remember, this is in 2020. In 2018, Dennis Bushnell, the 40-year chief scientist at NASA, stood in front of FIRE organization, which is Future in Review, a bunch of uh, technology people, investors, financial people, futurists, and told them at that time, that they had brain chips in over 200,000 people. And he praised Moss for helping normalize the technology and working on the technology through his company, Neuralink. So I wanted to start the interview here, though, so it could pick up where we left off with that video about human trials coming. Is there there a potential for rejection?
3: It's, It's a very low potential for rejection. I mean, you can think of it like people put in you know, heart monitors and um you know things for ap- epileptic seizures and deep brain stimulation um obviously like you know artificial hips and right. knees and that yeah. kind of thing so the, the probability of i mean like it's, it's well known like what will cause rejection what what will not um it's definitely harder when you've got something that is uh, um um re- re- sort of uh, reading and writing neurons that's that's generating a a current pulse and reading current pulses—that's that's a little harder um, um, than than than, a, than, a, than say a passive device. But it's still you know very doable and um, yeah. There, there there are people who have primitive devices in in their brains right now.
2: What kind of devices?
3: Uh, well, like deep, deep brain stimulation is uh, for, I think for Parkinson's is has really changed people's lives in, in a big way.
0: See, and that's what Musk is talking about right there. He calls it these primitive, you know, brain devices. And so what he was asking, Rogan was asking Musk about, you know, our bodies rejecting it. Like, uh, Musk gets into it, but like, say, you get an artificial hip and then your body rejects it, and maybe you end up with inflammation and your body's kind of fighting back against it, and it could create... uh, Great problems you know and inside your body so that's what he's asking but then musk admits right there and that's what dennis bushnell was talking about was that there's already people out there with brain stimulation devices
3: um which is kind of remarkable because it 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 kind of like zaps your brain um it's like kicking the tv type of thing um and you think like man kicking the tv shouldn't work
2: it does sometimes yeah yeah the old
3: old tvs it did
2: my grandpa used to slap the top
3: for sure yeah,
2: it would work sometimes
3: yeah so this deep brain simulation uh, implanted devices in the brain that uh, have changed people's lives for the better like fundamentally um. well
2: let's talk about what you can talk about to what Neuralink is because the last time you were here i really couldn't discuss it and then there was a i guess a press release or something that sort of oh, outlined yeah, sure. yeah sure. that that had, that had happened quite a bit after the last time you were here
0: and, that, and that's what i was telling you guys why this interview is important to watch not just 2018 because in 2018 musk was not allowed to talk a lot about neurolink in fact he said he did not want to jump the gun when given the chance by rogan he talked a little bit about it but not in detail and here he talks more about it and i need you to hear this before we get into the next episode where we're going to look at some more videos on Neuralink and then get into the investors that are behind it who is backing it who wants to put a chip in your brain, who is paying for it? What
2: exactly is it? How do you do what? What happens if someone ultimately does get a Neuralink installed? What will take place?
3: Well, for version one of the device, it would be um, it, it basically implanted in your skull. So, uh, <laughs> but it would be flush with your skull. So you basically.
0: Okay, pay careful attention to this. I will try not to interrupt. I really want you to listen to how he describes implanting planting this in your head. And we are supposed to look at this as just everyday, run-of-the-mill, normal. Like, this is normal. This is normal talk here in 2022. Of course, we are doing body modification surgeries and taking hormones, to block our natural hormones. So anything is possible in 2022. Just listen right here, folks. Uh,
3: take out a chunk of skull, replace, put the neural link device in there. Um, you, you put the, the electrode, you insert the electrode threads very carefully into the, the brain. Um, and uh, and then you, you know, stitch it up and, um, and you wouldn't even know that somebody has it um and then it, and so then it, it it can interface basically anywhere in anywhere in your brain um so it could be something that uh, you know helps cure say uh eyesight like give you returns your eyesight even if you've like lost your optic nerve type of thing uh, could really give, yeah yeah absolutely hearing obviously. um i mean pretty much anything that where that that it could in principle fix almost anything that is wrong with the brain um and it, it could it could um restore uh, limb functionality, so if you've got uh, interface into the motor cortex and then an implant that's say, uh, that's like a microcontroller uh, in in your muscle groups, uh, you you could then create sort of a neural shunt that restores somebody who is a quadriplegic to full functionality. Like they can walk around, be normal.
0: Now remember, As I said, these people are going to be guinea pigs, these human trials, these paralyzed people, these people with injuries and disease and such. And so if they could repair, let's say, your limp, they could also cause you to have a limp. You see, if they can control your body to quote-unquote repair it, they can also control your body to quote-unquote destroy it. Just remember that. What goes left must always go right. It goes both ways. And he does not love you. He does not love paralyzed people. I'm sorry. If you believe that, then probably you're listening to the wrong show. I'd love for you to stay, but I don't want to upset you. All right, let's continue. Whoa.
3: Yeah. So Maybe slightly better.
0: Slightly better?
3: Over time, yes
0: you mean with
2: future iterations
3: like the you know six million dollar man although these days that would that doesn't make much yeah
2: (laughs) yeah six billion dollar man so the the hole would be small how big would the hole be that you have to drill and then replace with this piece it's only one hole
3: well um yeah the device we're working on right now is about it's about an inch in diameter um and your skull's pretty thick by the way so skulls are mine is for (laughs) sure it might actually literally be um
0: (laughs) you you hear musto he's like he's more outgoing he's cockier if you're watching the video you can see he's giggling he's laughing this is all very matter of fact he's very comfortable about about uh explaining to you how he's going to cut a hole in your skull
3: (laughs) i mean if you're a big if you're a big guy your skull is actually fairly thick um skulls like it's like 7 to 14 millimeters mm. um so well, that's probably a couple of inches a well, half inch you know <laughs> half inch thick skull ish uh, so um yeah yeah so that that's a fair bit of like our, our we got quite a coconut going on mm. there it's not it's not like some eggshell
2: oh yeah i believe you
3: um so the yeah you basically implant the device uh,
2: and so it would be like a one inch square uh, or one, one inch in diameter. Yeah, like a... So an inch circle. Like a circular? Yeah, I think like
3: a like a smartwatch or
2: something oh, like that. Or, okay. Yeah. Okay, uh, so you take this one inch diameter, like ice fishing, right? You ever go ice fishing?
3: Um, no, but I'd like to.
2: It's great. Yeah. It's really fun. Yeah. So you basically take an auger and you you drill yeah, you through it. the surface of the ice yeah and you create a small hole and yep. you can dunk your line in there so this is like that you're ice fishing on the top of your skull and then you cork it
0: okay you see right there what what rogan's job is that i want you to do you see do you see did you hear it did you hear it he takes something this is his job something as freakish as drilling a hole into your skull and corking it with a computer chip. And he turns it into this allegory about going ice fishing with an auger, drilling a hole into the ice and dropping in a line so that he can normalize what Musk is talking about because Rogan as a trained comedian and a trained storyteller, very good at what he does. I'm not saying he's, he's very good at what he does. He's able to go, whoa, hold on, Elon, hang on, dude, hold on, let's smoke a joint for the audience, man, and let's talk about this, man. uh, Let's not say drill a hole in your skull, let's talk about ice fishing, man, let's make it a cool, fun story. So while I take a quick break, I want you to think about a giant auger drilling into your skull and dropping in a line. I am Dustin Gold, and this is the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. We will be right back. More listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold.